Good morning. I'm Peter Inch, along with Dan Peterson and Jamie Weisler. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, presented by Royanton Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company, eight-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, seven-time winner of the Best of London, three-time winner of the Best of Home Stars, and two-time winner of the Top Choice Award. And presenting sponsor, the London Knights Radio Broadcast, as well as presenting sponsor, the OK Tire 2020 Continental Cup of Curling. We thank you for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. And today we have a transmission question. Ooh. But most important, (laughs) the phone lines are open, so give us a call at 519 643-2222 643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Still at 802 likes on Facebook, creeping one from last week. <laughs> I thought the A-team would have brought that on yeah. last week. but <laughs> We need to get out there and promote it, help us a little bit. Now, the night's game, I was so disappointed the week before, Dan, that I didn't even come this week. Yep, that's right. So what happened? So they uh, pulled off a 5-1 victory over uh, Saginaw last night. So uh, I'm not the good luck charm then? Um, no, <laughs> no, no that, that kind of burst your bubble on that one. But uh, they did play three great periods of hockey last night. Got some solid goaltending when they needed it. And uh, they broke. I think Saginaw had a four or five game uh, winning streak that they broke. So... Hopefully and, the Knights will go on a four or five game winning streak. And Saginaw is one of the top teams yes, this year. They, yeah, I think uh, they have a guy I think is leading the league in scoring right now, I think Saginaw does. And I think they held him off the board. Yeah, not when he plays for the Knights. No, nope, not when he plays <laughs> or against the, the Knights. Against the Knights, yeah. that's right. Kind of like our curling team. That's <laughs> We've been, we've been held off the board. Well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were Saginaw versus, uh, you know, we're coming together. We're forming. We're just finding yes. each other. We we're finally, gelling. We finally had four players. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's kind of nice. So, And Jamie, what were you up to last night? I actually watched the game at home. Did you? So, yeah, it was a very good game. It was interesting. And like Dan always says, do not leave your seat till the... The buzzer is sounded <laughs> yeah. because the excitement right up to the end. So yeah. yeah, it was. Well, I was raking leaves with the lights on the tractor. <laughs> to keep, you know, yeah. so That's out there working and the yeah. dogs running around and uh, you know, every once in a while I look behind me because it isn't smart enough to know that when I back up I will run over you. So. <laughs> yeah. But uh we got them all cleaned up, and then we had a heavy frost, and now I see them all trickling down onto the <laughs> There's grass more. again. Yeah. There's more. Yeah. That's when I say, where's the chainsaw? Let's just take <laughs> this tree down. I'm up to, I mean, it's 120 bags. Oh, wow. So I probably got, I'd say, 40 more to go, and then I'm done. Then you're going to be done. <laughs> well, if you want more, you can head to our neighborhood. No, we have I'm, a few I'm, there. I'm happy. I'm doing the neighbors across the road, too, and I'm I'm happy. That's two's enough. Yeah. You might want to do Jamie's neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll just bring, I'll give you my leaf blower. Yeah, yeah. And you can just blow them, yeah. you know, that's, we work on that. I'll, I'll have to blow them back. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a bunch of questions, but the biggest one, which I have a problem with right now, is shutting off my hose outside. 
Oh, no. So, I mean, we had a pretty good frost last yes, night. Yes, we did. So if you really don't need your water. That's right. This would be uh, for sure. Yeah. Get it shut off. and Yeah, this is an opportune time to turn it off. Yeah. So we're, in my house, I have a, a, a tap inside that I have to turn right. off. I have to take a little brass cap off. Yes. And I have to have a cup. Beer cup works well, or yeah. uh, Shaw's little bucket yeah. of ice cream. <laughs> ice I got cream, lots yeah. of those, so yeah. they work well. Yeah. And then you can, I drain that water out. Yeah. If I don't do that, what can happen if I you'll, don't drain the you'll water? You'll probably get a frozen frozen line inside the house. Um, and then when you do go to turn it on in the spring, you will have a flood inside your house. And, and, so. and Dan will take that cracked valve and mount it on a plaque <laughs> and present it to you <laughs> to say, hello, you're in the business. Why didn't you do this? Well, he has a weird sense of humor sometimes, <laughs> but, uh, yes, that's, that did happen at yeah. one time. Yes. Yeah. We, we kid Steve. I can kid myself. That <laughs> happened at my house. But if you, you know, some have what we call a frost-free hydrant. Yes. Which when you turn the tap off outside, it really shuts off six, eight, ten inches inside. Exactly. But you got to take the hose off. Exactly. Or the water doesn't drain out of that um, that product. And if it doesn't drain out of that product, it stays in there, and then you have the same chance of it freezing. Yeah. And the same thing will happen in the spring when you go to turn it back on. Um, I had a lady one time that did that, and she had a gun on, you know, a spray gun on the end of her hose. Yeah. So she turned it on in the spring. She had the spray gun on the end of her hose. So when she stopped to do something, go have lunch, she just left it off on the end of the hose. Well, that doesn't turn it off inside. And she had a split over the winter, and she had like an inch of water in her basement when she went downstairs. Yeah. So getting that hose off is one of the most important things you can do. And yet, you know, and you really should drain that hose. Yeah, she should drain that hose. Lay it out. Um, let it drain out. Let the water get out of it before you bring it inside. And uh, so. If you don't, you know, we don't take that hose off. We don't drain the hose. We got a cracked hose or we yeah. have a cracked faucet. Yeah. And now we're getting cold enough that yes. definitely we got to do that. definitely yes. going to freeze, yes. So yeah. we're going to head right to the phone lines. Um, go ahead with your question. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I got a plumbing question. Um, downstairs in the basement, my laundry sink, laundry tub, um, when I turn the hot water on, nothing comes out. It used to. <laughs> but it doesn't now, and uh, cold water works, but any idea what's going on? But not the hot. It's just um, it's just like a two-handle faucet on your laundry tub? Yeah. Uh, probably what's happened is the, the washer has come off the end of it, and it's okay. probably jammed into inside there. There's a, a thing called a seat, and that washer has probably jammed against that seat. And the screw okay, might something. still be in the washer, so no water could get through, not even a little bit through where the screw used to go. Okay, so just turn the water off and take the handle yep, off? Yep, and take and that handle like that. off and the cartridge off, and I think you'll find you don't have a washer or a screw on the end of that. 
Just get a flashlight, right, look, look in, back in there and get a pair of needle nose and pull it out. All right, will do. Thank you for okay. time. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Right. Thanks I know. for calling him. And that, so we're going to take a quick break, but remember those phone lines are open, so give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Strange, weird. I thought it just fit in with us. <laughs> with us. Yeah. Yeah. So our theme is Halloween party music today. That's, that, that's a good one to play for at a party. Yeah. Uh, and we are not the Ghostbusters. No. 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 We think we are sometimes, yeah. but we're not. We bust ghosts, yeah. you know, those little noises <laughs> oh, that's and the true. duck work that's true. and yep. uh, things like that. Yeah, uh, you know, if we can, we get those done and and solve those sometimes. Yeah, you know, or you yep. hear a cat meowing in the ductwork this time of year. You <laughs> know, trying to get your ducks clean. Yeah, they call. You know, can you can will your duck clean and get the cat out of the ductwork? No, you don't want us to sit no. down that no. and do the, look after that. So, um, a question that came in, Jamie on a transmission. Oh, excellent. Says, do you need to have your transmission checked out every year? Uh, it's, it's always a good idea, uh, the sophistication of some of the technologies that they're putting into these things to keep ahead of it, to understand that um, these things are not just you know, drive it till they drop kind of thing. The closer you pay attention to servicing and, and the likes of that will certainly bode you well for long term, uh, getting ahead of small problems and make sure they don't become big problems. And, and like we say, regular maintenance Absolutely. on yeah. a furnace air, yeah. you know, regular maintenance on a transmission is something we yeah. all... It's a good idea. You know, get your oil change, get your oil change, but we never do anything to the transmission right. at that point. Yeah. So, yeah. For the longest time, the theme was the forgotten filter. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. But, but now the manufacturers, they don't, they don't make the filter serviceable. They, they tell you that they're fill for life. Really? Yeah. It doesn't mean that they're right, though. No, no. no. And, well, when we see that, they, yeah. you know, these washable filters, you yeah. just buy one, you never have to replace it. Yeah, no. And then, you know, five, six years down the road, it starts causing problems because it really doesn't it deteriorated get deteriorated. Yeah, it's caused yeah. its own issues. And it plugs things up. Yeah. So, okay. See, you've been on so much that now we're getting transmission yeah. questions <laughs> sent in to us. Um. Can you do a gas service from the road? So that's kind of a unique thing. That is. That um, is very unique. Uh, so the first quick answer would be no. Right. But the long answer is we call the, the um, gas supplier. Right. They put it in from the road to the side of the house. Yes. What's going to be charged for that is tricky. Because some places they give so many feet and then they charge above that. Right. Uh, and then we take it from the side of the house into the house. Right. And then they come back and hang the meter. Yes. So. Um, yes. So it's yes and no. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we can arrange it. No, we don't do it. Yeah. They, they, pretty, well, um, they pretty well run all of those in. From the main, you may there may not even be gas there so it's best to call them anyway and uh, we can get a hold of them for you and 
let you know what uh, what they say, and you can find out from them what the cost is going to be. And it's uh, I keep I want to call them their old name, but their new yes. name is Enbridge. Yes. So uh, in this area, our NRC down in the Elmer, Elmer area. area. So yeah. Elmer, that's our shout out for the community of the yeah. week. Elmer, good Go morning. Elmer. You know, yeah. But, uh, so uh, NRC down there are a superior propane, you know, if you're putting propane tanks yes. and where they're going to go and things like that. Right. Yeah, so. that's correct. On those gas lines though, Peter, do you, do you have to kind of know what you're going to do inside the house? So like if you're going to put a, you know, a on-demand water system in or so the gas line have to be a certain size, you know, a fireplace, a furnace. Exactly. I mean, two things, the gas line's got to be sized to handle everything and they'll usually oversize it a little bit just in case you add something. Right. But the meter has to be sized properly as well. For the flow through it. That's right. So they can put a bigger one in and and bring it down a little bit at the meter. But if you have a a tankless and a pool heater and two gas fireplaces and a furnace and a gas stove and a gas dryer, you have to add that all up and then make sure the line coming in from that meter and the meter is sized to handle all that gas. Because you always say, well, it all won't be on at the same time. But. But. <laughs> it could be. It could no. be. That's yeah, right. You're, huh? It's spring. You want the pool warmed up. You want to jump in. You got the fireplaces on because it's uh, Easter. Cool. Yep. You know, you're you're cooking. You, you got the laundry in. Yeah. You know, so everything could be running at that time. And so. if you're getting a new service put in on the application because you have to fill out an application for new service, they usually ask there on that application, what are your intentions? Are you putting a furnace in and a water heater? Do you plan on, you know, they they want to know your intentions. Right. Um, they want to make sure that they look after you as the best they can. Because you're not happy if things aren't right. running no. right. That's no. right. And no. if you don't have the right flow, you might not get the performance yeah. out of your hot water tank or your that's, on-demand that's heater. That's correct. Or, any of that stuff, right? Like a tankless, if it doesn't have the proper water flow or gas flow, it will adjust itself down. Right. Yes. It will still try to do its job, but now you're getting a dribble out of the out of the shower head instead of a blast because it's brought the water pressure down because it can't heat it up because it doesn't have the gas pressure, and all yeah. kinds of things can happen. So they. Yeah. So you definitely got to have all that information when you're sitting down and doing it. And if you're thinking of, you know, a year down the road or two years I may put in a pool, well, then you should size it with that in your mind. Whether you do it or not, they can, again, turn it back. Because when your guys came to put the tankless in at our place, I mean, their concern was both the water and the gas to make sure that they had enough for that. Right. We have to run three-quarter pipe, um, at least 20 feet, I think it is, to the water to a tankless water heater so that it's got the water flow a hmm. uh, lot of times we're saying can we get right back almost to where it comes in and run yeah. three quarters all the way yeah. uh, now we can with that lovely pex yes piping makes it a little bit easier yeah. <laughs> makes it a little yeah. easier than the trying to run hard copper but well and that's very important for the gas line too because i know i've been out to look at some tankless water heaters that didn't have the proper size pipe in. They weren't doing the job. And they were not doing the job, yes. So they weren't getting the gas pressure that they needed and they were not performing the way they should. Yeah. We had another question come in. I have replaced the float ball in my toilet. 
and it still doesn't shut or it still doesn't shut off still having water going over and into the overflow tube. Oh, okay. So a new float ball should lift the float up. It will lift it up. But if the um, gasket inside of that float valve has a, a pit mark in it or is starting to wear out, it doesn't matter how many float balls you change. It will not stop it. Um, it might be a matter of he may have to bend the rod down a little bit to shut it off sooner so that the float ball doesn't have as much travel. And that sometimes there's an adjustment screw on there that you can adjust down to turn it off. And I would do that first. If that doesn't work, there's something wrong with that gasket inside that valve. And they, they have two or, or three or four screws on the top. You can take that top off and you can sometimes get replacement uh, kits for those. So it's not what they call a uh, flush valve or? No, that's, no. The, that's the fill valve. The flush valve is the one where you have the flapper attached to. And in that case, the water would never get to go to the overflow tube. Right. It, it would It away. would be leaking long before that. So, you know, what I, you know, besides what I call right height toilets. Yeah. You know, so we, we get old and we replace <laughs> the toilet for the right height. because We? Of, we, yes. We. Our legs get shorter, <laughs> though. That's right, yeah. <laughs> What what's the average life of a toilet? Like, is it you know after five, six, seven years, ten years, it they wear out the porcelain, the china starts to go on them. Yeah, if the if the china starts to pit or lime up, that's usually when you have problems with it because the um, toilet paper and starts to catch on the lime. And you don't always see it. It could be inside the trap that's in the toilet that you don't see. And then you might get another piece caught and another one. And then if that's happening all the time, then you know it's pretty well time to change that toilet. So depending on your water quality, that could be five years. That could be 10 years. And and you would see that because you'd have to start flushing less amounts. Yes. Because it keeps getting plugged. Yeah, and if it keeps getting plugged and if you find you're plunging it a lot, there's something in there, usually, and it's either something's got flushed down, which you usually know right away, or it's just lime starting to build up inside that uh, toilet paper gets caught on. And even the, um, the trapway, if it starts to lime up inside, will start to go smaller and smaller and smaller. Now, what's the difference from a standard to a right height? Is it like three inches, uh, two it's inches? roughly two inches. Yeah. And it doesn't sound like very much, but when you're up and down off of one, it is quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, so. And I know with I have bad knees. Yes. When I put right height in, I have right height upstairs. I never use the one downstairs, yeah. but once in a while. Yeah. And I notice when I, on that one, you, it's. You're almost looking for something to push on to help you get that two inches up. And a lot of people, once they put a right height toilet in, will find that after a little while, they decide that they may want to put right heights in the rest of their bathrooms in their home. They should be in all public washrooms. Well, I think it is code now that you have to have at least one. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, uh, bud gardens. 
<laughs> I haven't checked them all out yeah, there, yeah. but I'm uh, sure the there are. I, the one I see all the time, it, it should be a <laughs> But anyways, the phone lines, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and those phone lines are open, so give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Remember dancing to that, Dan? Uh, no. <laughs> I do. I remember I do the you? video. Yeah, I remember well, the moves. Yeah. I remember the video. Yeah. Can you still moonwalk? Uh, yeah, just won't drag the one yeah. leg. I was going to say, after the <laughs> knee surgery, though. Yeah, after, the, after yeah. February. So you won't hear me for uh, probably three or four weeks in February, but... And I'll be dancing through the door. We'll be putting <laughs> disco music in this. So disco long. music. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to get one of those balls yep. on the ceiling. Yeah, we'll go and turn the <laughs> lights down in here and get it going. Yeah. yeah, I got one of those at home. I can bring that <laughs> in with a flashlight. We'd have to use a flashlight. But... Oh, well, those were the good days. Eddie's in St. Thomas yes. and the Scorpio Club out on uh, the Ramada out yeah. at uh, Wellington Road and the 401. Yeah, those were the days. <laughs> um, I'm hearing a banging in my ductwork. What could that be? Cat? <laughs> <laughs> a small animal of yeah. sorts, yeah. Hopefully not. <laughs> um, does, did they just have a new furnace put in? Well, or dirty filter. Because it's the ductwork most likely. We can't say yes. 100%. Yes. You know, it could be a cat. Yeah. You know, but it's the ductwork expanding and contracting. Yeah. And what happens is if your filter's dirty, then it gets so hot the furnace cuts off on a high limit, shuts off. So yeah. you'll heat that ductwork up a lot hotter than it yeah. should be. Then when the furnace cuts off, it cools down and you'll yeah. get this oil canning is what, what it's yeah. called happening. Um, it And that can happen even without a dirty filter, depending on the quality of ductwork. You know, people yes. will say, why, why are you more money? Well, our ductwork is thicker than other people's ductwork. So... Yeah. That, so that we don't have these problems, but and, and if it's covered in too, your your main trunk line is covered in. Sometimes you can't see it, right? And, and you really don't know what gauge metal's used in there. So when the fan comes on, bang, yeah, bang, I mean, when it goes off, yeah, it's, it, this may sound funny, but if you find the place where it's doing, hit it with a hammer, yeah, dent it, you know, just dent yep. it to to stop that. Yep. But a lot of times, like you say, it's all drywall. And yep. it's up a, somewhere in this room, but you can't determine where it is without yep. ripping it open and seeing. Yeah. But, but if you can see it, just like you say, put a little din in it or hit it with a hammer to just put a little tension on it to stop that oil canning from happening. Yes. Or locate the cat. <laughs> locate the cat. <laughs> Get the cat yeah. out of the ductwork. But a lot of people will see a, an X. I'll call it an X. It's easy for them to see on their ductwork, and yep. that's what they do is they they put a brake fold there to help stiffen it up to help that from not happening. Yeah. So yeah, I people see wonder Dave, why that's there. Yeah, early on in my years, I used to say to Dave, what are you doing, Dave? Why are you putting, why are you putting that <laughs> yeah, line putting across there? there? <laughs> you know, It looked a lot nicer without these lines in it, and he, no, we need those to stop the oil yes. canning. So. 
Dave's taught me a lot about <laughs> ductwork and sheet metal over the years, and I only probably know one-tenth of what he knows. So. <laughs> and then Dave's been doing it for a long time. Yes. Um, do you do ductwork checking, like put a camera through it to see what the airflow is like and if it needs cleaning? So in duct cleaning, we use our, our phones. We can yes. take a register off, go down, take a picture, take a look at it. We yep. don't use a camera system to go through the ductwork. Right. We do have a camera system that we use in plumbing. Yes. That if somebody says, I really want to see stuff, we can use that in the ductwork as well to put it down right. through and show them. Right. But, but it's not, so what I say, it's not corn, or normally done when we do duct cleaning. We'll take before and after pictures. Right versus sending a camera all the way down. Mm -hmm. But if somebody says, I got an airflow problem, yeah. we can go to that register, send a camera down, trying to see if there's a uh, damper that's closed yes. or did the cat. little guy drop down a yeah, cat, yeah. cat yeah. stuck there or, <laughs> or it dropped down a toy or something. Or we found yeah. wine bottles when it was being built and the oh, boss yeah. was coming by and we shoved the wine <laughs> bottle down and it happened to slide a little farther than Couldn't they could get, get their hand out. So, so you never know. No, but we have used the camera for that before because if you can't see the ductwork because it's covered in, you may not see if there is a damper that's been closed at some point during the construction process or remodeling process. So you may need a camera to see that. And we've done, you know, sometimes we're cleaning the ducts and as we're pulling back on the skipper ball, it yeah. catches a damper and pulls it closed as yeah. we're pulling okay. back. Yeah. And, and we're not aware that it's done that. Yes. And we've, you know, had to come back with the camera and take right. a look at it. But, uh. Definitely, uh, we can something we can do. It's just a special you need to ask if you'd like that done. Yeah. Um, can you repair baseboard heaters? Mm. Getting a lot of weird ones today. Well, there's a number of different baseboard heaters. Yeah. I'm presuming they mean a hot water baseboard heater. Well, let's yeah, let's start with that one, and then we'll go to the electric. <laughs> um, hot water baseboard heaters uh, depends on what you need to repair, um, there's really not much to repair on them there. It's a copper tube with an aluminum fin on it. Uh, if the aluminum fins are missing or have been bent, you can try and bend them back out again. You could buy new cabinets to go on some of the baseboard heaters. And that's really about all there is to a hot water baseboard heater. Now, some will have a valve. Yes. Or... I don't, I don't want to call it a thermostat there as well. Some of them do. And, Some of them do. And those are replaceable? Yes, they are. Now, they're not easy. They're, no. They're old. Like, normally they last quite a long time. Yes. So yes. when you get to them to replace them, it, it can be a little bit of work. It can be a lot of work to replace some of them. Um, the copper ones, uh, you have to know what make and model that you have. And some of them you can get just new heads for, and you can change that. And some of them you won't get parts for. And you'd have to have someone come out and have a look at that and see what you need to do for that. A lot of times they have an air vent at one end also. And if it's an automatic air vent or a manual vent, you can just open it up to get the air out. If it's an automatic air vent, it may start leaking, and you may have to repair that or replace it at some point. And when, it, when those leak, they'll spit sometimes? They will. Yeah. They will. And, and you'll know. You'll know. You'll hear it. 
or you'll see a little drops of water underneath the baseboard. Uh, I'm, but electric is a whole different ball of wax. Yeah, electric, we normally say electrician yes. is your best bet on those because, yep. again, some will have elements. Some will have a thermostat in it, you know, that, that can be replaced. Some will have a thermostat on the wall yeah. that runs wires to that baseboard heater. Um, and, you know, some baseboard heaters, most electric baseboard heaters are 100% efficient. Yes. But some you can even, where they'll transfer the heat better. So mm-hmm. it's like upgrading it at, at the same time. Right. So, right. And there, there used to be some rebates on those. They don't, again, a lot of the rebates have changed everywhere. And we're all kind of sitting here with the new election trying to figure out if there will be any <laughs> going to be any. Re- any rebates or not. So um, I would hope they would all go away and then everybody just sell <laughs> when they want them or not. We try to move business one or two years ahead yeah. uh, during a rebate period. And then in two years from now, we sit around and twiddle our thumbs wondering yeah. what we're going to do. So we'll see what happens. So okay. someone that has a, um, a hot or a heat system that on the radiator system with that's electric, is that a easily converted system to a hot water boiler system? So taking out that electric register and putting in a, in a hot water radiator type instead? Well, the biggest problem that you have to have a heat source. Right. So you have to have a water heater that is, uh, approved for heating also, or a boiler. Um, if you have like a, a whole electric home, you may not have those systems in that home. So you may have to find a place to put a boiler or another water heater that's approved for that. And a lot of times now with the, the PEX piping, you can take that electric baseboard off and with some creative piping, you can maybe get some some baseboards in there. And I, we have done jobs where people have taken electric baseboards out. We put a boiler system in and put all new hot water baseboard. But you have to remember, you'll probably need a carpenter. Uh, you've got to cover the pipes in because you can't hide all the pipes no. in the walls. But it can be done. Yep. Yep. There's a cost. Yep. Anything can be done for and, a cost. Yeah. And, and there are videos out there. People go on, um, if someone goes online, they can go to a video and and I used to have one that had a guy that actually did a video of changing his house from electric baseboard to hot water baseboard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll talk a little bit about that on humidity with well, hot water and uh, air conditioning when we come back. But remember, we're going to take a quick break. Those phone lines are open at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. And the last one, which was, I really like, is you heard it through the graveyard. So it's pretty good. I like that. So that's kind of music gets you going at the party. Yeah. Gets your feet moving. (laughs) So we're talking about uh, water rads. Yes. But how how do I get humidity in the house? And if I don't have a, I can't put a humidifier on a water rad. I can't right. put air conditioning on a water rad, so that's right. W- what do I do for if my house is too dry? How can I fix that? Well, that's um, that's the the question you have to weigh when you want to change your system. Which way do you want to go? 
if you want to go with a hot water system with baseboard, you have to look at a way to get humidity in your house. And they have floor model humidifiers that you can get now. Well, they've had them for quite a long yeah. time, actually. But you have to put water in them all the time. You have to monitor the humidity. Um, they can be quite a chore to look after. And air conditioning, what are you going to do about air conditioning? If you want air conditioning your home in the summertime, you have to look at a totally different system, maybe one that goes in the attic, uh, that will ductless cool splits. ductless splits. Um, and there is the old window shaker. Window shakers, air, yeah. air conditioning, but that's usually not the way people go now. But those are options now for they, people. You know, I've seen people put like dishes of water. Yes. On top yes. of the old cast iron rads or yes. underneath them. Yes. Does that really work? Uh, to a certain extent. If your boiler's on long enough and it gets warm enough, it will start to actually get that moisture into the air. But it's not a very good method of, no. of humidifying your home. So, you know, and when we say you need to think about it, I mean, uh, it's quiet. Yes. Water, uh Water radiators are very quiet, so you don't have the fan blowing. You don't have the noise. Right. Filtration. Okay. Yes. How do I filter the air in the house? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. So there's the things you got to think about. The other thing is if yeah. I'm going to do my whole house in hardwood, okay, mm-hmm. that wood doesn't know it's not a tree. Yeah. It needs that moisture. Right. Yeah. So it, it's it looking does. for water. So when you're building it, if I'm going to do it all in carpet, okay, well, then that's a better deal. So I just think you kind of got to do a pro and con list and yeah. then sit down and take a look at it. There there are so many things that you can do with your forced air furnace in conjunction with it that, to me, that is, is a way more efficient way to actually make your system for your house as opposed to just heating it. Yeah, and I mean, the boilers now are just as efficient as a furnace. Oh, for sure. They have their yeah. wall-hung type, and yeah. they're, a, they're 100% better, and you can add your domestic hot water in, right. and you can do all kinds of things, but it's yeah. just that overall yeah. thinking of how I want my life yeah. and my, what I call your oasis, your home, yes. of what you want to be like. And there are many, many different options. It's a, a choice that you have to make on, on, it actually comes down to your lifestyle that you lead in your home. Um, and you have to weigh those options. Oh, is it, is it dog proof? <laughs> I get my dogs <laughs> eating everything now. So I no, lost another pillow before I came. No. So I'm going <laughs> to say probably not. <laughs> yeah. Now we're, we'll take a survey here. Jamie, you're first. Yeah. Air conditioner cover on. Oh, covers on. Yes. Dan. Yep. Covers on. Peter, no. No. (laughs) But it's going on today. So number one, if I'm usually the latest guy to put a cover on, I'm now saying. Get it on. Fall's here, winter's coming, get the cover on. But why do we got to turn the breaker off at the same time? Well, nowadays with your smart thermostats, um, you don't want that accidentally turning your air conditioner on if you have the cover on. Um, if you don't turn the breaker off, also the, the contactors and will maintain heat inside the 
inside the outdoor unit and critters love that heat this time of year. Yeah. Chipmunks or mice <laughs> or. Yeah. And uh, we, do, we don't want them in there because they'll start chewing on the wire to really mm-hmm. get the insulation off to make yeah. their nests. Yes. And then next thing you know, they'll chew right through the wire. Yeah. Or if you left your power on, we'll see a little dead mouse there in the spring and your air conditioner won't be working. Yeah. So yes. our yes. guys really don't like that. To open no. that up and see a dead no. mouse sitting there and they use their tweezers to pull it off. Yes. But, uh, yeah. No, that, that's not a pleasant yeah. thing. We hear about it for a couple of weeks as they talk about it. You know, did you guys find any dead mice this week? You know, I got two. Start a pool in the office. That's right, yeah. But so definitely, you know, turn that breaker off so that it doesn't accidentally start, takes the heat out of that area so critters don't live in there and then get that air conditioner cover on. It's going to be a sunny day. We'll dry the unit out and then put the cover on later this afternoon and you'll be all set to go. Do not wrap it in plastic. Do not use (laughs) duct tape. Get the proper cover because, and a board and a brick protects the top wonderfully. Yes. But it doesn't protect the sides and the stuff that blows in the sides. So again, use, uh, try to get the cover and get it looked after. And with the leaves coming off the trees, they'll all want to nestle in and around that outdoor unit. Yeah. Yeah. The leaves. Leaves. <laughs> <laughs> we all got to do the leaves. Um, this is a quick one. Do you do electrical work? No, we do not. We don't. We are, we're not electricians. So we, uh, we have uh, electricians that we refer to that, yes. that do work for us when we need them, but it's something that we don't do. And even, you know, even myself, when I tried to change my kitchen light, you got to know your limitations. And when (laughs) all the wires were burnt, okay, stop. This is not for you. We need to get an electrician in here to look at it. So know your limitations when you're doing that. And they got it fixed and it looks beautiful. And I can now see how bad my cooking is. (laughs) (laughs) The smoke alarm wasn't enough? Uh, Well, yeah. yeah, It it goes off quite a bit. (laughs) So, um. Now, the one question is, uh, what is done on a furnace maintenance? And maybe I'll let you, what I call the basic things that are done, that that are done when you do a furnace maintenance or even a boiler maintenance. It's the same. Well, the first thing they have to do is to check the, your gas pressures um, to make sure that you have the proper gas pressure because gas valves that open and close, to, whether it's a boiler or whether it's forced air, have to run at a certain pressure. You have to make sure that the burners are clean. Um, your pressure switches are working. Your vents, um, make sure they're all clean. Uh, your condensate drains, which um, most of the high-efficiency units out there, whether it be forced air or, or boiler, all have condensate drains on them now that need to be checked. Um, your filters, um what yep. else, Peter? We'll take amp readings, and, oh, yep, and the amp yep. readings will tell us whether the capacitors or motors are ready to. Yeah, drawing too much amps, yep. and if they're drawing too much, then that tells us they're getting yep. ready to go, and we need to replace those before they go. And clean flame sensors. Yep, we clean yep. flame sensors or replace again if yep. if the signal is weak, we'll clean it. If it's still weak will suggest that it needs to be replaced because at some point it's going to give out and it's usually the coldest day of the year when everybody's busy and you can't get there. So that's the day you don't want that to happen. 
And cleaning those, that condensate trap and the drains yeah. are huge. And all the little tubes that are in the furnaces yes. and and to get them cleaned out so that you don't have a blockage, which then backs water up into that pressure switch and then shuts the furnace yeah. down. Um, so again, yeah. maintenance, 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 maintenance. We talk about it, yeah. but it really needs to get done to allow these units to operate yes. and run. The so. slightest difference in pressure on those pressure switches will cause your furnace to trip out. So it's so, very important. Yep, yeah, it is for sure. So you have some, you have a pretty special thing today going yes, on? Yes, yep. My grandson turns three years old today. So happy birthday, James. Yeah. And my daughter and son-in-law are just announced that they're going to have another baby. Wow. So. Congratulations, yeah, yeah. Grandpa. It's good to be, it's good to be Papa today. Yeah. Papa. Yeah. And what are you up to today, Dan? You're, oh yeah, you're coming over to help me rake leaves, leaves. right? I didn't, no, I, I didn't really see that. I did. Usually I put it on the calendar, but I must have neglected yeah, to do yeah. that. Uh, no, I think I'm probably going to have to take my fish in soon since there was a frost last yeah. night. In your pond? Yes. Yeah. Well, Steve, I wonder what's happening with Steve's right now. He's probably sweating. Yeah. Oh, but there'd be ice on his pond. You know, oh, oh, yes, yeah. you know, and there's, there's fish. Maybe we should go over and help him. We'll just go over, take all the fish out. You know, we'll put them in the garage, you know, in a bucket and, and see what he, when he finds it, how long it takes. Yeah. No. No? Wouldn't be a good idea? Best leave a man's fish alone. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to be raking leaves. So if you're, you know, if you're out around the Byron area, you know, you want a Byron Boulevard, come on down. I'll have some rakes available. We can get all those leaves raked up and I can get my Halloween decorations out and everything ready yes, to go. Yes, that's ready. They're ready to put out right now. Yeah. Yeah. So when we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in in London or St. Thomas at 519-681-2450 or in Sarnia at 519-786-2373 or always at 1-866-EXPERTS or online at RoyInch.com. You can listen to a podcast of this show by going to RoyInch.com, hitting the company tab and then the About Us tab, and then you'll see the Inch by Inch button and you can hit that. Uh, as we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard. Buy from inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week. Crawl from underground.